0: Welcome to The Success Scenario. I'm your host, Dustin Abrego. On The Success Scenario, we meet and hear from current LCC students, people just like you, who have faced challenges, why they chose LCC, and how they turned their situation into a successful one. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining us again this week. My name is Dustin Abrego, and I'm joined by
1: Christine Reed.
0: So you're going to LCC. Yes. What semester are we in right now for you?
1: If I got my associate's degree, it would be the semester right before the last one. Um, Okay. If I was going the three and one, which is what I'm looking at. Okay. um, I've got a long way to go.
0: Okay. So we're already getting into this. Three to one. Mm Mm-hmm. What does that mean for people that are maybe not sure about what LCC is about and what a three plus one program is?
1: Oh, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I yeah, like saving us. money. So sure. LCC, because they've got the greatest rates mm-hmm. in the area. I am a Lansing resident. So, of course, I have resident rates, which is great. Um, we are able to go to school With the university center, Hmm. being able to give you a little bit of the um, bachelor's programs without the bachelor's big expensive price. And then when you're done with all of that, you transfer to the actual university. And then it's only maybe a year. And Hmm. then you'll be able to complete your degree for way less money.
0: And you're taking classes here, though, even though they would count for a bachelor's degree in the three plus one, right? Right. Okay. Which university are you going to be, are you enrolled in that currently? Are you, Okay. Which one are we looking at for you?
1: We're looking at Davenport and then North, Northwood.
0: Northwood. Okay. What program are you in now?
1: I'm a business major with a human resources focus. Okay. So that would be what I'm looking to do. The business major part without the human resources focus would be Northwood. Okay. But they have a master's degree Mm. in human resources. So I have to speak with them a little bit more about that. And then Davenport does have both the um, bachelor's and the master's degree when it comes to human resources.
0: Why do you want to do these things? Because you're currently, you said when we walked over here, you said you're also working, right? So you're not just student hanging out going to classes chilling right you're no. you got a life and doing a bunch of stuff right
1: right now i am a customer service representative mm-hmm. um over the phone in a phone center um okay. local which is great they do have opportunities to advance but sure. my major thing is that i want to help people to succeed in the role that they're in mm-hmm. and if they're not succeeding in that role find them a different role instead of recycling people and oh no you don't you don't work anymore you don't work out and then just discarding them Mm -hmm. find them a place where they can succeed and excel in that role and I think it's great because then people are invested in Mm -hmm. which is the biggest company investment is people Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so that's kind of my. you don't sound passionate about that at all wow I can tell it all (laughs) just a wee little bit I really you know I've seen people get disheartened and be like, I'm not succeeding in this, and I don't know why, and they feel badly, and they're not being helped to help them to be able to get a a good interview or a good view or a good mm-hmm. whatever their thing may be at mm-hmm. at that workplace. And the people are just like, well, that person didn't work out, just fire them. Mm. That yeah. why? Yeah. Retrain them. Yeah. If they're not doing well in here, switch them to something else. Maybe Mm -hmm. they'll do better in that. Mm -hmm. And once those people get it, because I'm a mentor at where I work right now, once those people get it, they take off and they're loyal Mm -hmm. and they come to work and they're happy. Mm -hmm. Why would you not want to invest in your people?
0: Yeah. Where did this passion for like people overall come from? Because you're like doing this job right now. And then you're like, oh, I'm all all in on people because when I work with students, sometimes figuring out that passion mm-hmm. and that like not just go for your passion, because I feel like that's sometimes lighthearted, but the right. this is what pulls me forward, like right. emotionally for work and other things and a career. Like, how did you find that out? Because like you're you're definitely in that and like oh. I get excited. That's why I'm grinning <laughs> like an idiot over here, because like hearing you talk so passionately yeah. about that is like inspiring and it's fulfilling for me so like how did you go about finding that for yourself
1: oh well i it's weird how i come about this um Mm -hmm. i was a restaurant manager okay and i saw a lot of that discarding Mm -hmm. and it killed my soul i absolutely hated it and then years later i was actually working at Beekman center Mm -hmm. as a custodian okay and i saw the staff there find the key to these kids being able to succeed mm. in like the little jobs at school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that, that's what I want to do. Mm. I want to see, you know, somebody's got a disability. I don't mm-hmm. like disabled. I like different ability because I sure. can do what you can do. Sure. I just have to do it differently. Yeah, of course. And that's fine. Yeah. So the people that are doing, you know, oh, well, I can mop a floor. This kid got so excited because he was like, I mop the whole floor. And mm-hmm. I can do that. Mm-hmm. And he was, it's such pride. Mm-hmm. And he felt such accomplishment. And you you can't put a price on that. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's really where my passion got. I was doing the accounting focus. That's a lot of numbers. I love numbers. But mm-hmm. it didn't help me to really, I really like people. And I really yeah. want to help people yeah. to be able to succeed in life and help themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I Again, I'm like smiling like an idiot over here as well, because that's my biggest passion is helping people find and excel at whatever their performance of what they're doing. And that's really fulfilling for me. So I'm glad I get to talk to someone that also appreciates that. It means a lot to me. Is this your first time going to college then? Is this like a second time career change type deal? Can you maybe talk to me about that and what that looks like?
1: But when I graduated high school, I wanted sure. nothing to do with college because I was in college prep classes the whole entire high school career. I hated it. It yeah. was so much. I didn't realize that college would be a lot more fun. Um, so <laughs> we kind of focused on family. Mm-hmm. I have three children. Okay. Um, and then in 2012, um, my husband is disabled. No, um, mm-hmm. he got really sick sure. and he couldn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, now I got to find not just a job. I need to find a career because mm-hmm. now I have a family I have to support. Mm-hmm. So in 2012, we, I started LCC. Well, sure. my financial aid got screwed up because of, you know, financial aid stuff. And mm-hmm. I stopped for a while because mm-hmm. I was doing full-time work. Well, Michigan That's Reconnect comes up and sure. Futures for Frontliners comes up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'd be stupid not to try during pandemic, when I'm, I'm fully working full-time, but I'm a custodian at a, a school that's mm-hmm. closed, so I have time, mm-hmm. um, I'm able to do my job and then focus on my schoolwork as well. That's mm-hmm. what got me back. So those two programs are amazing. So
0: for those listening, in Future Frontliners was offered by uh, the state of Michigan mm-hmm. to provide education for people that were working right. overall. Um, And then also Michigan Reconnected are people that are 25 and older Mm -hmm. that do not or haven't finished a degree, really, again, to reconnect them to education and what that looks like. And it provides coverage in the tuition and dollar cents in that way. Mm -hmm. Not all the fees. so It's not an everything, everything type deal. but it helps. It helps a lot Mm -hmm. to help um, engage people back into education to find what they're looking for Mm -hmm. and not just a job because you're doing this to fulfill a need. Right. What were you majoring in the first time you were here?
1: That was the accounting major. Okay. I was a business major okay. with an accounting focus. Okay. And I thought, okay, well, I mean, I was, I've done a lot of jobs. Tax preparation was one of them, and I absolutely mm. love numbers. And mm-hmm. I loved helping people with their taxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really pretty phenomenal. But I was looking into, for one thing, I always tell my kids, mm-hmm. look at the environment you're in. Mm-hmm. What can you make money on? Mm-hmm. Because... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My sister is a, she's got a master's degree in archaeology. Sure. What is she doing right now? Not archaeology. So Mm. I wanted them to show their focus and understand that you need to look at your environment and see, one, what are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. And two, how can you make money out of being passionate Mm -hmm. about that? That way you can actually use the degree that you just paid a lot of money for.
0: And. I like your perspective on that because you framed it not of money first. Mm -hmm. And in general, people get weird when you bring up money, but like also you have things to do and stuff. Does it create happiness? No, it helps you get through the door to find the thing ultimately. And Mm -hmm. you starting, I think, again, with what do you actually like really care about? Mm -hmm. And then. How can you use that mm-hmm. to find like, what's the overall, like, how does that overlap in those right. circles for you? Like, I think that's really powerful. Thank you. Did you come up with that on your own? Was that something that you, cause you said you've instilled this and kind of tried to teach your family and, and this is important for you all. Where did that come from for you?
1: It was by a lot of observation, just mm-hmm. seeing like, I have a, a really good friend who was a um, store manager. What is his major? Mm -hmm. criminal justice. Yeah. What are you doing with your degree? You can't Mm -hmm. get into criminal justice. Okay, so you're, you know what I mean? And I asked him a lot, do you regret your schooling? And he said there are times he regrets the schooling, but he does use some of the background schooling Mm -hmm. because he was a a minor in psychology in life anyway. Yeah. But that could have been learned in a different way. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? He could have done business with the like a psychology minor because a lot of business is psychology. It really is working with people. Right. And I mean, he's very good at what he does. Mm -hmm. But looking at how much you spent opportunity cost, Mm -hmm. it literally is. And I mean, I understood opportunity cost before I knew what it meant. (laughs) And when I took that class, I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. You've got to figure out what are you losing mm-hmm. to gain, mm-hmm. and if it's not worth the cost, you might want to rethink what you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. You should be interviewing me. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we should really switch right now because you're like you're hitting these people up that you've worked with mm-hmm. with some I don't want to say hard questions because that makes it sound like you're being difficult, but like that's not the case. I think you're being you're looking for um, honesty and for people. Not that they're lying, but I feel like sometimes telling the truth, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where he knew where I was coming from because mm-hmm. he knows that I'm not, you know, a snot or nothing. I'm just like, <laughs> right. okay, I'm doing this. Yeah, Am I wasting? My, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. am I wasting my time looking mm-hmm. at this and doing what I'm I'm yeah. doing? And I'm gaining guidance from people mm-hmm. in different things.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe not necessarily just your friend or other things that I, I would even put myself in this category. My undergrad is in broadcasting. This is the one way that I'm using it is right now. If you can tell that otherwise, really cool, <laughs> it's really cool, but, uh, it maybe gave me some skills and, um, applicable to where I'm working in education right. now to get my master's and do stuff like that. But do you think that in your example that getting the education but then doing this other job do you think maybe people make choices or life gets in the way or like cuz suddenly it's not i have this talk with students quite a bit where i go they're like maybe i'll take a semester off and i try not to go yep yeah, you're already i already see your face right yep the research i know mm-hmm. and my like experiences like it's not going to be a semester
1: mhm it's other,
0: not you you talk you you
1: it wasn't elaborate. It literally was not a okay. semester.
0: Is that what you planned it to be?
1: I did because mm-hmm. my financial aid screwed up. If it wasn't okay. for the financial aid, I would have never stopped. Mm-hmm. But because stuff happens, life sure. happens, whatever, sure. I was like, I will pause to get this taken care of, and I it took me. Let's see, so I mean, it took a while. It took years. I mean, I don't regret gaining. Mm -hmm. The wisdom that I was able to gain and the friendships and the network and everything else that I was able to gain. I still talk to the people that I worked with during that break. And I financially I'm better off now because I work in a place right now that's Mm -hmm. actually, you know, helping pay my bills. So Mm -hmm. it's lovely. So I don't regret that. Mm -hmm. But I strongly encourage people to really look at the opportunity cost. My daughter stopped and I'm like, so. Not to be a, you know, a typical mom.
0: (laughs) Mom did this. Mom doesn't want you to do what I did.
1: And I have always taught my kids that because I didn't go to school. I decided family Mm -hmm. was going to be something that we would focus on first. Sure. And I've shown them, look at the struggle we had to have because we were not financially set. Mm -hmm. And I could have been a lot better off. Your childhood could have been a lot smoother you know, financially, they don't care because they're provided for and they don't understand <laughs> all that. But when they're right. getting older, they're like, right. oh, yeah, mom couldn't give me this one thing that I wanted for Christmas that one year because right. it was probably some. I mean, I'm sure that's like that. not what they thought about. They probably not. That it,
0: you, when you were a kid, do you remember being like, oh, they didn't give me this or no. that they were maybe stressed out? Mm-hmm. about money xyz right. the yeah. thing and you'd be yeah. like can i do this and you're like no
1: and i try to be as straightforward and honest as possible dude we can't afford that mm-hmm. right now yeah. but it of course depended on how old they were too sure so you know it's one of those things it's a balancing act you don't want to mm-hmm. overshare but you don't want to show them that it's like no and then i'm not gonna explain to you we just can't afford that right now mm-hmm. but we might be able to afford that later
0: Welcome to the Parenting Podcast. My name is Dustin Abrigo. <laughs> um, no, that that's super great. I, I just wanted to comment that like don't out- undervalue yourself as a parent because clearly even from the way you talk about your kids and I can see you get like oh, excited. Sense. I know I know you get excited about them and everything. And, like putting them first doesn't make you no good, bad, or the other. But, but as you said, like don't do what I did. Right. Like hey,
1: <laughs> really focus on yeah. you know like okay. I have, like, my kids, my mm. daughter right now, she's mm-hmm. in, she's double majoring at LCC. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I told her, don't think that you have to, you know, leave home. Mm-hmm. I got this. Mm-hmm. Focus on the school. Mm-hmm. Get as much as you can get now.
0: As little mm-hmm. amount of debt, I'm assuming. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Exactly. Because the yeah. debt
1: is you know and it's not getting any better. Mm-hmm. Um that's really a good thing. You're at home. All your needs are provided. You mm. only have these little bills. Try to stay on focus with this. I want to champion my kids to be able to be who they need to be. Yeah. And yeah. I see her her vision for her future and it's amazing.
0: That's so, so exciting. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Sorry, we got way into your like family life there for a minute. But thank That's you for okay. sharing. What would you tell someone then that is like maybe like, I don't know, maybe I'm gonna take a semester off or like I'll start next year.
1: Weigh your opportunity cost. Okay. Seriously. Okay. Cause if you cannot uh-huh. even of course then of course. Yeah. Don't because then you're just gonna stress yourself out. Mm-hmm. I was talking actually to one of my coworkers because mm-hmm. I was telling her about the the program we have at work is mm-hmm. that they're offering us to work 30 hours and get paid for 40 because of enrollment at LCC. And That's I was awesome. the guinea pig. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. that was really awesome. And I'm trying to spread the word so yeah. that people know about this opportunity. It's yeah, an amazing opportunity. Yeah. And um, she was like, oh, I'm going to take three classes. And I'm like.
0: Yeah. Just a minute. <laughs> how much are you working? Okay. Not that, go, not that you can't.
1: Not that you can't. However, think about this for a minute. And mm-hmm. I go, mm-hmm. how, many, how many credit hours? 12. Mm-hmm. You're a full-time student at that point in time. You're full-time working, kind of. Maybe scale that down half. Yeah. And she took my advice and she's going to be doing that's that. That's awesome. But we're also very good accountability partners. So if you find somebody cool. that you can yeah. be accountable with, mm-hmm. that's awesome. And as many as possible, like I'm accountable to my kids. Mm -hmm. I asked my son, did you get this stuff done? He goes, no. And he Mm -hmm. goes, hey, how's your homework coming? Keep me accountable. Yeah, You know what I mean? I welcome that because I want people in my life to keep me on Mm -hmm. focus in in a loving and helpful manner. Yeah.
0: Anytime I've worked with students that are parents and have whatever, this is where I like do the parent guilt to them, even Mm -hmm. though I'm not a parent and be like how do you want to model education for your kids? And then they're like, dang it. Yeah. Yep. I'll be at the table again tonight and we're all going to do homework together. Mm -hmm. But it works. And like they like, even if they don't want to do it, they know that, oh, I'm setting, I'm setting the example. truly, And that's, what's important overall.
1: And we've been able to take the opportunity at the library Mm And my daughter and my son and I will mm-hmm. sit there, lock ourselves in one of those amazing rooms that are quiet <laughs> yeah. and just be focused on getting this homework done. And then if you have a question, I'm right here. Yeah. It's really, really impactful for him to see that not only am I preaching, get mm-hmm. your stuff done. I'm actually walking, getting mine.
0: Right. Talk to me about your successes here at LCC. What's something that you're like really proud of? Since being a student, it could be a project, could be a class, could be, I didn't think I could do this. And like, I actually did really well
1: with that. Well, for one thing, I didn't think I ever wanted to go to school because I didn't, you know, like, I'm not that <laughs> smart. What are you talking about? And I'm really like, I'm getting on the president's list. Yeah. That's amazing. 4.0. All right. Yeah. Heck yeah. And my, my GPA, I'm really proud of my GPA because I've worked really stinking hard for that thing. <laughs> And a lot of those classes are just wow, a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm taking, you know, the harder you get in, you're gonna get into those higher level classes, but I'm enjoying them. Okay. And that's awesome. And last semester, or no, this semester, I'm so sorry, Mm -hmm. I took an eight-week. It's a 16-week class in eight weeks. And I was like, All right, that's a choice. I don't I don't know how I made that choice. That was not (laughs) a conscious choice, but I found That being very mindful of my schedule is super important now. Just wow. Because you have to make sure that you know that you are okay. This is what I'm doing now. This is what I'm doing now. This is what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. And make sure that you stay on task because, oh, that can get really overwhelming really quickly.
0: How did you go about doing this? This is like a a point of like. I was awful at as a student, very, very awful. I had to learn the hard way, mm-hmm. failed more classes than anyone else that I've usually worked with as a student. And I don't say that as a point of pride. I say that, like you said, for your kids of like, don't do what I did. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to work with students. So I had to learn the very hard way about time management and stuff. Oh, my gosh! So how did that go for you? Because, again, coming back as a student, mm-hmm. getting back into it, but you're not just doing the student thing. You're doing the work thing. You're doing the mom, the family thing, Mm -hmm. the like everything, everything. So like, how do you lay that out?
1: Very intentional. Okay. Very, very intentional scheduling. Mm -hmm. Like, The last two weeks have taught me that I don't know anything about intentional scheduling (laughs) because I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll do this doctor's um, appointment then we'll do this doctor's appointment then we'll do this and then we'll do this. And I'm like, oh, I have no time to get my Mm -hmm. homework done and I cannot skip sleep. This is a 45 year old, six year old person. I cannot skip sleep. That is not happening anymore Mm -hmm. in my life. I have to be, I'm, if I'm not in bed by 10, mm-hmm. you don't want to know me in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's not pretty at all. Mm-hmm. So making sure that I stay on task, I write everything down. I have a mm-hmm. schedule I have got to keep to, and I have learned this very important word. No. <laughs> and people do <laughs> Do not get happy about me saying, No, I cannot accomplish that today. But I have found that is very valuable Mm -hmm. in especially mental health. Mm -hmm. If you are too stretched, don't Mm -hmm. overcommit Mm -hmm. because then you're just going to disappoint everybody. You're having Mm -hmm. all these balls in the air and everything will fall down. Mm -hmm. So I have learned to say, No, I can't do that right now.
0: I know that that's hard for a lot of people to do so much. Oh, very. If you are working with someone, And you knew that they'll commit to everything, Mm -hmm. but their results are like, I don't know. It might be there. They might not. Mm -hmm. Or the person that like does really great at that one thing. And you know that you can always reach out to them for that one thing. Mm -hmm. Who would you rather work with? Right. It's always going to be the person that you know can follow through. And Mm -hmm. like, is it annoying that sometimes they're not going to do anything else? Maybe. But we know that they can like really do a great job overall Mm -hmm. at whatever that means. So you're, you're totally right. What is it for you when trying to prioritize? Because you said sleep. I always say that with my students, where I go, because my next follow up question is like, how do you do stuff to keep yourself sane? Because like we, none of us can function as a machine. We're not no, like that. No. And I always say like, when was the last time you did something for yourself? And people, and I go, you can't do. I took a nap or I ate something. Those are required to be alive. <laughs> true, true. That's bare minimum of, of of living and existing. So like, how do you build in that time for yourself? Because you have a lot of different things in the air right now trying to do that. Oh, true. And like you said, like keeping the sanity so you can be the best version, best parent, best student. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do you put in that time for yourself then still do great? You're like,
1: oh. That's uh, super uh, cute. <laughs> you think that I have time for myself. Hilarious. My time for myself is the shower. Okay. Like legit. And I was... Actually, use that as one of my um, talking points in one of my classes because he was like, "How do you meditate?" I don't. Oh, that's have a good
0: time. No, that's great. That's a good one. The so shower, I would say.
1: The shower. Yeah, yeah. Nobody bugs you there. Yeah, you can think there. Or you can just be quiet. Well,
0: I guess there. how old your kids are. I could still hear like mom. Right. Like, yes. I, I don't know. I guess my my youngest is
1: sixteen. He is not oh, okay. going to be bugging me in the okay. shower. He yeah. thinks it's creepy and ill, mom. Whatever. Just <laughs> go away and do your thing, and I'll do my thing. You know. So I mean, the only person that would bug me in the shower is my husband. Sure. And most of the time, he's doing you know, other stuff. Other stuff. We've okay. got two dogs and a cat. Most of the time gotcha. it has something okay. to do with the dogs. Okay. But yeah, um, there's no time for myself right now.
0: I'll push back a little bit. Okay. There's never a time where you're like listening to a podcast or a radio show or something that you enjoy doing that's just Christine.
1: In does the car. Do,
0: in the car, whatever. Yes. does it? Okay, On what is my it? commute. Okay, what is it?
1: I will YouTube and... <laughs> yeah i love ryan george he does the um pitch meetings and stuff like that oh okay yeah yeah just hilarious and then there are times where i will be so stressed out i will do what i call like rage screaming so judas priest uh red um (laughs) i i already listened to all these heavy metal things anyway i'm really now into some german heavy metal it's great um you should check it out. It's really cool. No,
0: I, I like I like Judas Priest. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, true. It's, really, it's not just, where I thought we were going. You're no. like, oh, I listen to these YouTube videos and they're fun and whatever. And then you're like, oh, but then I also get down to rage with Judas Priest. Yeah.
1: But you, you know, <laughs> you crank it up. Yeah. You turn down the windows and you hey. scream. Oh, you're
0: screaming. Okay. Yes. All right.
1: And it, it releases all that stress and all the tension. Yeah. It gets all the poison out so that you yeah. can function. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Not a lot of people are like, uh, no. "What's your favorite band?" No, um, no, no. Yeah, Iron Maiden. No, I'm legit. not. La-
0: I'm not laughing at you. I'm like, you know, you were referencing like, oh, would you meditate in the shower and stuff, and then you're like, "Well, I also scream down the highway." True. Listening to like, what? I'm trying to think of one of their songs, but okay, so rage. Yeah, screaming, screaming down the highway to, to release the demons. To release, yeah, okay, truly. got it. All right.
1: Because you have, like, there are so many poisonous thoughts. Sure. And we all have them and we all get stressed out and we all just drag. Yeah. This helps so okay. much. But that's one of my processes. Some people yeah, just will not sure. get that's into you. that and stuff. But I yeah. really like, and I've talked to my kids about it. And my son goes, there was one day he wanted to do it. And he started screaming. <laughs> and then he starts laughing because this <laughs> is just ridiculous that we're going down the highway. And I'm like, yeah. I'm screaming. Like, okay, Psycho Stick, I don't oh, know if oh. you know them. But their caffeine song is my theme song for okay. one thing. If you scream caffeine, okay. Okay. it's just therapeutic. Okay. It's super fun. So you just crank it up, okay. listen to it, start screaming the words, and then you feel so much better. It releases all those yeah. things. Yeah.
0: I laugh because your genuineness in this, not at what you did or said or any of that, because taking that and owning that, mm-hmm. again, I can tell why, like, Christine was selected to be a part of this as our Student of the Month, um, as part of Academic Student Success Her coach, Larry connected and said, whatever. And I reached out and say, Hey, do you want to be in this podcast? And she said, yes. So you have a lot of these things down. When I work with students, that's one of the things that I ask. You're able to, this is what I do. This is what I have to do. Mm -hmm. I had to push back a little bit of like, Hey, what do you do for yourself? And you're like, I don't really do anything Mm -hmm. because you have so much going on for sure.
1: You can't even think process,
0: but you do have things to help balance yourself out. Because, again, this is not for forever how busy you are. No, no. Because you're going to be on winter break, quote unquote. I know you have other life things going on that don't stop for winter break. But you get that break in that time frame, which is coming up. And I know everyone is like, can it just be Thanksgiving already? We're just so ready. ready, Truly,
1: truly, truly, truly. But I've got so much to do at the end of the semester. My daughter and I will sit there and go, (gasps) is it really almost time? Oh, my gosh, I've got blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm, of course, helping her to get. Two places that she has to go to because she's in the sign language program sure. here and you have so much outside of class that you have to commit to mm-hmm. to get done yeah. and i try to help get her where she needs to be so she mm-hmm. can get her hours so i'm like okay well you're going to do this i'm taking my computer i'm sitting here at you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. owl cafe or you yep. know or a yep. big b or whatever and then when you're done i'll come pick you up mm-hmm. <laughs> well you know at least I can get some homework Mm -hmm. done, kind of, you know, snatch those Mm -hmm. moments and take advantage of that time.
0: I've heard the term. I think it's like net time, like no extra time Mm -hmm. and like, just fit it. Like, you know that you're going to do this at Mm -hmm. this point, Mm -hmm. do this. It's like when I go to the gym in the morning, I just will respond to the emails some, or I'll just like, that's when I have the ideas and process Mm -hmm. if I'm on the treadmill. So like I've told my supervisors, they like, yeah, sorry. I sent that email like 6am and they're like, yeah are you okay and I was like <laughs> oh yeah I was just on the treadmill and I was like oh this is an idea for a program we could do like whatever but like I'm doing it at that point right. you know because otherwise, an
1: email you're not texting anybody
0: no no it's you not, don't no, want I'm, I'm not a nah. crazy person right. no. I'm not calling you No, no. <laughs> who
1: calls people yeah.
0: and I'd rather do that and think of fun and exciting things than I would just watch what's on the news and be like oh the market today whatever and I was like, okay, oh, I, like I just, I'll just i get sucked into that I don't to, please I don't, don't look right. at the market today please yeah. don't look at the market today
1: it's depressing stop it
0: so to wrap it up and bring it back to everything, what would you tell knowing what you know now, where you're at, mm-hmm. how you're like navigating this? And although you're like maybe feeling at this point in the semester, like you're just holding on, being like, <laughs> like we're almost there, come on. But you're doing well, very well, extremely well, the best you can do. You're on right. the president's list, 4.0 and everything. Again, congrats for that. Mm-hmm what would you tell someone that is like thinking maybe about coming back, maybe mm-hmm. doing Michigan reconnect mm-hmm. or what would you even tell yourself in the beginning? Cause probably when you were looking to restart, you were mm-hmm. like, uh, I I, like, I want to do this, but I'm also like, uh, can I do all these things? Is this, I'm, I'm assuming, right? What would you tell maybe previous you and, or someone that's like, I, I don't know if I want to come back.
1: I think it's worth it. I really do. Yeah. I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't Mm -hmm. because opportunity costs is a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, it's investing in your future Mm -hmm. is always a good investment, Mm -hmm. but be intentional. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing Mm -hmm. is a lot of people are not like super intentional. You've got to be intentional Mm -hmm. because it's So much noise and everything and blah, blah, blah. It all all piles up and it's all overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But if you really are intentional, then you can block some of this stuff and learn to say no. Younger self did not understand those words. Mm -hmm. Younger self was, well, they asked, so I need to do it. Shut that down. No. Seriously. Because mental health right now Mm -hmm. People really do need to focus on making sure they're OK yeah, and reaching out if they're not.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: And being intentional and being focused and being understanding and giving yourself some slack because you can't be super person. You can't do everything and you can't do it by yourself. If my husband wasn't home helping me out at home, I couldn't do this. I have a good support system. Mm -hmm. I have people that are like my son and my daughter. Come on, mom. How are you doing on your homework? You know, Mm -hmm. pushing back. I have people in my life that are like, okay, what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? I had a very great principal who just got his doctorate when I was working there. Wow. Okay. And he was talking to me about going back to school. Because he goes, you're literally a custodian, which is an amazing, amazing job. And you invest in these kids. But for one thing, my body was not keeping up anymore because I have um, some disabilities. So it's like I've got to kind of focus on being able to sit down and, Mm -hmm. you know, invest my mind in something. else. So he was really helpful Mm -hmm. with that. Um, so having people that are encouraging and are, you know, are holding you accountable and helping you to be able to succeed is huge. And the success coaches are <laughs> I have to plug. Did not I love it. You say that. Yeah. I did not. <laughs> um, Larry um, texts me every once in a while. Hey, how's it going with this? And it actually that holds me accountable as well, because I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I probably should have done that like two weeks ago. Let me get it done. And then I'll. C- oh, yes, I did that. Thank you. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, truly. Cuz you you guys will help mm-hmm. us to be able to and all you guys want to do is make sure that we succeed in what we want to do. Yeah. And bravo <laughs> to LCC for having this program because this was not here in 2012. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a successful coach that I could go over and say, yeah, my financial aid is screwing up. How can how can I navigate that? Mm-hmm. And I think that would have been very valuable back then. So take advantage of your entire network Mm -hmm. and be able to succeed. So go for it, but look at the market and make sure that you're doing it strategically.
0: (laughs) For sure. Those are a lot of wise words. Thank you so much for chatting with us and like having your experience and everything. I'm excited for you to move to taking classes at the university center. that will be fun. Figuring out which school that is for you Mm -hmm. And then, like moving on to the thing that you really want to do, which is empowering people. That yeah. really speaks volumes. Thank you. So, thank you I so much. It.
1: Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to The Success Scenario. You can listen to this episode and past episodes anytime online at lccconnect.org. The Success Scenario is a program dedicated to inspiring students towards a path of success. I'm Dustin Abrego, and if you're a current LCC student with a great story to share or know someone with a story to share, connect with me on Twitter or at LinkedIn at Dustin Abrego, A-B-R-E-G-O. Until next time, success starts with you.
3: With LCC Connect at lccconnect.org.
0: LCC Connect Voices, Vibes,
3: Vision.
4: The LCC Library empowers the Lansing community to learn, teach, and discover. Located on the second and third floors of the Technology and Learning Center at the corner of Capitol and Shiawassee on LCC's downtown campus, the LCC Library's ambient spaces are available to the public for work, study, or quiet personal projects. In addition, those with memberships at Collaborating Libraries are free to check out materials from the LCC Libraries' collections. For more information, visit lcc.edu library. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend.
5: Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council.
0: Thank you for listening to LCC Connect. I'm Paul Schwartz, and I host a show called The Safety Plan. The Safety Plan is about the latest cyber scams and how to avoid them. You can catch the safety plan here on LCC Connect or listen anytime at lccconnect.org.
1: Michigan residents aged 25 or older may qualify for Michigan ReConnect, a program providing free or reduced tuition to students who have not earned a prior college degree. ReConnect students are responsible for books and fees. Visit lcc.edu reconnect for more information. LCC. Connect. Voices.
6: Vives. Vision. It's time for another edition of Equity. Equity is a play on words spelled E-Q-U-I dash T-E-A. Why? because I just love sharing a good cup of tea. Equity is designed to provide you with tips on issues surrounding diversity, equity, and inclusion to enhance your everyday life. Today's topic is starting your diversity journey. Starting your diversity journey. And here's just a few tips to get you on your journey. First, educate yourself. Begin to find tips, tools, resources, even neighbors that you can speak to about what it means to be diverse and have a diverse mindset. Number two, question. So we got educate yourself and then question yourself. Question whether or not this is really important to you. Find reasons why you want to start a DEI initiative, diversity, equity, inclusion, or why you want to learn more. Thirdly, understand yourself. Understand that you're going to need time for making errors, time for grace, and time for learning. Understand that it's okay to make mistakes. It just has to be acknowledged and making sure that you keep moving forward. Number four, involve yourself. So again, we've got educate yourself, question yourself, understand yourself, and fourth, involve yourself. Begin to be a part of conversations that might be unique or different than what you've normally had. Have individuals talk to you about your journey and information that you want to learn. Involve yourself in committees and exercises that will allow you to engage on a deeper level of thinking. Lastly, I want you to transform yourself. That's right. Educate yourself. Question yourself, understand yourself, involve yourself, and lastly, transform yourself. Well, how do I do that? Through knowledge. You can have so much power by transforming your mind and thinking. Begin to reach out to individuals that are different than you, from different cultures, backgrounds, different perspectives, and begin to transform your thinking to become a better you. Often asked, where do I get started on my diversity journey? Well, it begins with yourself educating, questioning, understanding, involving, as well as transforming. Now go ahead and grab your favorite cup of tea and take a sip on all of these great tips. This has been another edition of Equa Tea. We'll see you next time.
3: Featuring the staff, faculty, students, and others that helped to make Lansing's premier college what it is today. You're listening to LCC Connect. To find out more about our featured programs or to listen on demand, visit us at lccconnect.org. LCC. Connect.
6: Voices. Vibes. Vision.
3: Lansing Community
2: College's Dual Enrollment Program offers the opportunity for qualified high school students to earn college credit while working towards their high school diploma. Dual enrollment lets students receive educational advancement in areas where the student's interest is displayed, especially in courses and academic areas not available in the student's high school. To find out more information about dual enrollment, visit lcc.edu.
5: Mom, dad, I'm in eighth grade now. That means those years of peer pressure are way behind me. From here on out, it's all about good grades and living up to your totally realistic expectations. Alcohol is probably the last thing on my mind. Like you said, I'm too young to drink. When I'm with my friends, all we talk about are current events and boy bands. We're definitely not curious about what alcohol tastes like or why the older kids drink. And do I notice when you have a drink at dinner? Of course not just like I haven't noticed where you keep the alcohol. Oh, and if the opportunity arises to talk to me about drinking, you should definitely continue to avoid it. And if you do bring it up, just remind me that I'm too young. That'll probably do the trick.
3: Real kids are curious about alcohol. 40% try it by the 8th grade. Start a real conversation at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Talk early, talk often, get others involved. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
5: The University Center at Lansing Community College collaborates with 5 four-year universities to provide easy transfer pathways for more than 30 bachelor's degrees programs. Visit lcc.edu/uc to learn more. LCC Connect Voices Vibes
6: Vision
4: Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of It's Brittany B Podcast, a show where you and I go on a journey and break down subjects that most of us want to talk about, listen to, or even want to be a part of. I'm your host, Brittany, and if y'all are ready, let's sit back, relax, and let's chat. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Cinderella and how she really created her own happily ever after. Now we all know Cinderella, right? And I'm talking about the Disney adaptation. But if you've been living under a rock, I'll just give you a brief summary. Cinderella is about this girl who lives with her stepmom and two stepsisters. And she pretty much is a slave in her home. And by her home, I mean her daddy's home. But we'll get in depth later. She pretty much is a slave and has to do everything her stepmom and her stepsisters want. But she's a very nice girl. The animals are her friend. They help her out and all that type of stuff. But the scene that this brings us in in the story is a ball. A ball is coming. And it's for this prince. And this prince wants some type of girl. But he wants to meet every eligible maiden. Cinderella gets excited. She's an eligible maiden. She finally gets to leave the house. She ends up getting a fairy godmother. She finds the prince. There's a glass slipper. There's a lot that happens. But... Overall, the point that I'm getting at is the moral to the story. I think we've missed it, you guys. I really think we have missed it. And I say that because Cinderella got pulled into this princess trope of being like, oh my goodness, this man came and saved her life. And you don't need a man to help you feel like he can make you a happily ever after. You should be able to do it yourself. Well, I kind of think Cinderella did that. I think we really are missing that. You know what, maybe, instead of a man making her life better, maybe it was her this whole entire time. Bottom line is I'm just basically saying Cinderella was a nice person. And maybe, given her circumstances, being a nice person through the whole time, made her get the prince in the happily ever after. I mean, think about it. When the story starts... There's this old lady who's narrating the beginning, talking about Cinderella's life. She already lost her mom because, God forbid, Disney lets any character have their mother in their life. Then after that, she's growing up with her dad. Her dad's there. Great dude. He wants to find a lady. Takes care of Cinderella. Treats her great. She's living a great life. And then dad's thinking, hmm. I want a life companion and I want my daughter to have a mom. So he meets this lady who has two daughters. How perfect is that? They live great and fine. But of course, all good things have to come to an end because dad dies. Dad dies. Cinderella is now basically an orphan, but she's living with stepmom and two sisters. Now, I don't know if they mentioned whether or not the stepmom or the stepsisters were nice while the dad was alive. But if they were, they totally flipped the script because Cinderella ended up being a servant in her own home, you guys, in her own dad's home. She is a servant. She's not living a little cute life anymore. She's living in some little dusty room with all these animals that are not her friends because she can't leave society and explore it. But you know what, you guys, through all of that, through all of that, she is a good person. She's nice. You see it in the movie. She wakes up, she's singing, the animals are doing her hair and helping her shower and bathe and get things done. She's a good person. I don't think a bad person would have animals helping her out like that. But that's not the point I'm getting at. So far, we see she's a great kid. Now we get brought into her interacting with her stepsisters and her stepmom. We know the vibes off. They have this dark aura. It's scary. The mom's cat's named Lucifer. We get it. They're not good people. But Cinderella still does what they want her to do. They're rude to her. They belittle her. She still gets it done. She has her little cute jokes there, but she never says it to their face. She's a good person still. Then the ball comes. Now, Cinderella gets to actually leave the house because it said that all eligible maidens are to attend. So she's thinking, bet, I get a day off for once. She's not worried about trying to find a prince. She's just excited that she gets to leave the house and wear something nice other than the rags she has. Meanwhile, Tweedledee and Tweedledum are all excited because they think they have a chance to get this dude. And so does their evil mother. So Cinderella, again, super excited. But stepmom was like, you can go, but you got to get your stuff done. Oh, and did you bet your sweet butt? She definitely made sure she got that stuff done. And she even had her dress made herself with help with her little animals. We saw the cute little music bit. She comes downstairs because it's time to go to the ball. Then all of a sudden, stepsisters and stepmom rip her to shreds. They abuse her. Just like they said in the beginning of the show, they abused her. Cinderella was abused and forced to be a slave in her own home. She was abused right on that scene. And for me, I guess I never really realized it was abused. I just figured, like, these girls are haters and they're just ripping her dress off. But I guess, yeah, psychologically, they messed her mind up. And this was her breakdown moment. This was her rock bottom. She's living life terribly, she has nobody. She's been being positive this whole time. She feels like it hasn't made a difference. So all of a sudden, as she's crying and saying it, there's no use. Sparkly dust come from the sky. And this fairy godmother lady pops up. And she's like, sweet child, I got you. You're fine. Now, in a Disney movie, of course, it's going to be princess related. So it's going to be fairy and magical. If I'm aiming more towards a moral than I'm trying to prove to you guys in this situation, The fairy godmother is more, I guess, a metaphor. Maybe it's Cinderella's hope that she's always had. Just kind of like how Pandora's box is. You open the box and all this evil and terribleness comes out. But then at the end, you see hope. That's how I'm viewing this fairy godmother. She's that hope. And she gets Cinderella that courage to go. I'm gonna get you dressed up. I'm gonna turn your mice into horse, and your horse into a carriageman, and the pumpkin into a carriage. And I'm gonna get you all nice. But because I'm giving all this to you, because I do think you deserve it, because you work hard and you are a kind girl, you gotta be home by midnight, girl. And she's like, okay, I'll do it. I get to go out, fine. She gets that courage, bippity boppity boo, and she went. She goes to the castle. And she gets all prettied out right into that castle. The castle that's at Disney World or Disneyland, depending which one you went to. And she finally sees this dude. And he dances with her all night. She's having such a great time. And then midnight hits. Homegirl's got to go home. A, because she has till midnight, unless everything flips back. B, because she also has to beat her stepsisters and her mom home. So she does. The prince which she didn't know that's who it was at the time. Spoiler alert, the prince didn't want her to leave, but she didn't know that that was the prince. So she's like, oh, I'm sorry. No, I got to go. Um, I don't know. I got to meet the prince. And the dude's like, wait, what? It's like, but I'm the prince. She didn't hear that. Ran, lost her slipper, went home. Next day, she's in la-la land. Now, the stepmom already suspected, because she did kind of see her, what she thought at this ball, So the next day, Cinderella's all in La La Land, happy, reminiscing of the night. Stepmom finds out, tricks Cinderella into some little bit, and locks her in her room. Because that same day or that morning, they heard that the prince was looking for some girl who lost her glass slipper. And again, most of us know Cinderella lost her glass slipper. Yeah, okay. Did you guys also know that Cinderella also had the other glass slipper in her pocket as a memory? Now I'm getting sidetracked. Basically, Cinderella got totally abused. She was a good person the whole time. The godmother came, which is more of the hope or the positivity that I think Cinderella had projected the whole time, and that led her to go to the ball. She comes home. She still gets the abuse. Stepmom locks Cinderella up in the tower or in her room while the prince is searching on everybody's house trying to have every single maiden try on these shoes. Cinderella, still nice, still positive, Had the hope, had the help to get free. Meets the prince, because they're at the stepmom's house. Finally trying on the stepsister's feet, which we all know didn't fit. And once Cinderella came downstairs, how convenient, the stepmom breaks the shoe. But Cinderella, bam, pops out with another one. The whole point of the story that I got from this, because we already know, happily ever after, she tries on the shoe, She goes with the prince. They live happily ever after. The point of the matter that I'm trying to show from this story is Cinderella wasn't a damsel in distress. And no man saved her. She didn't have to change who she was as a person. She was just nice and kind. She did what she was supposed to do. But she never gave up. She never gave up that kindness. Granted, she was in the same position she was in for a good portion of time in her life. But she never changed who she was. Because when people go through things, sometimes it makes you bitter, makes you into a mean person. That didn't happen with her. So since that didn't happen, good things ended up coming. She was good. She was able to go to the ball. Even after her dress was completely destroyed. Even after living in such a terrible, terrible household. She comes home. She thinks she's right there about to have the shoe on for the prince and it breaks. But she had the other one good things happen. So the moral to Cinderella, you guys, is just be a good person no matter the circumstances. Life is hard. Life can get hard. But good things can only happen if you remain a good person. Not just to others, but also to yourself. Being a nicer person. Do good things. Good things happen. I think it's that simple. But obviously in today's world where it's so complex, it ends up kind of hiding beneath the bushes to where we can't see it so much. But that's just my thought on Cinderella. All right, you guys. Thanks for sitting and listening. It's been a pleasure talking with you on It's Brittany B., a show where you and I go on a journey and break down topics that most of us want to talk about, listen to, or even want to be a part of. I'm your host, Brittany, and I want to thank Dalian for producing today's episode. And a thought for today... Life gives us lessons every day. Not for learning, but also improving our understanding. Don't forget to stay tuned for new episodes and to stay up to date with the latest episodes, go to lccconnect.org. Get it, got it, done. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.
3: Featuring the faculty, staff, students, and others that helped to make Lansing's premier college what it is today. LCC Connect, Mid-Michigan's connection to Lansing Community College. To find out more about our featured programs or to listen on demand, visit us at lccconnect.org. LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes.
6: Vision.
0: Engaged learning and academic success is a priority at Lansing Community College. To help students navigate their educational career, LCC has created a proactive approach to learning and providing students with several academic support services. To find out what's available, visit lcc.edu services.
2: It doesn't matter if you're 22 or 62, whether you're trying to figure out how to pay off a student loan or how you're going to pay for retirement. Maybe you're a parent trying to provide for your family, struggling to pay the bills on time. The tough economy is affecting all of us, and it can be overwhelming. There's no need to fight the battle alone. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling wants you to know there is help available for whatever kind of debt problem you're facing. The NFCC is a nonprofit organization with more than 50 years of experience. Certified counselors in your area can help you take the first step in getting a grip on your finances. And they can help create a personalized plan and show you how to make educated decisions about your financial future. You are not alone. Let the NFCC help get you started. Call them at 800-388-2227 or visit DebtAdvice.org. That's 800-388-2227 or visit deadadvice.org. This has been a public service from the NFCC.
4: Hi, I'm Melissa Kaplan, and I host a show called Galaxy Forum on LCC Connect. It's all about the creativity in our classrooms and on campus here at LCC and the connections we have with the community. You can catch Galaxy Forum here on LCC Connect or listen anytime at lccconnect.org.
1: LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision. Welcome to the Star Zone a program dedicated to highlighting the services and resources available to students at Lansing Community College. I'm Rhonda
5: Miller, Dean of Student Affairs. Now let's find out what's in the zone, the star zone. I'm Cassie Little, and I'm with the student engagement team here at LCC. We are here to help new students begin their journey at LCC and create that strong foundation that will ultimately lead to earning a certification associate's degree, or transferring to a university. We know that the admissions process for college can sometimes be confusing and overwhelming, so we're here to help. If you're thinking about attending LCC, we're available to answer your questions, help you navigate the steps to get started, and we'd love to give you a tour of our awesome campus. We can communicate with you through an in-person or virtual appointment, by phone, email, text, or however you prefer. If you're not sure where to start, you can visit lcc.edu and click the Request Info button to get in contact with my team. We look forward to hearing from you.
6: Thanks so much for
1: listening. Once again, I'm Rhonda Miller, and I invite you to find out more about the other features of the Star Zone by visiting lcc.edu in the zone.
3: This has been a presentation of LCC Connect, a weekly program that features the voices, vibes, and vision of Lansing Community College. All shows featured on LCC Connect are recorded at the WLNZ Studio, located on LCC's downtown campus. Each program is podcast-based and can be heard anytime at lccconnect.org. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on one of our shows, connect with us by emailing lcc-connect at lcc.edu.